0: Can you the of
1: this
0: man? From the Nigerian Professional Football League to the English Premier League, the Spanish Liga, the French Ligue 1, German Bundesliga, and the Italian Serie, we are football411.net. Can you believe the
2: genius of this man? What a hit!
0: hey guys welcome to another episode of football 411 my name is Juan. i'm with the guys today hey guys how are you doing hi
3: joe hi everyone good to be here again
0: good to be here hi jo. hi hello so happy yeah day. happy new year guys for those that have not said happy yet <laughs> oh yes oh yes <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right happy new year chapter 2022 mm, and it year, begins
0: guys. all right guys so The Afghan is upon us guys, the long-awaited AFCON, after lots of uh, dilly-dallying in the words of Frank Dunga, after some uncertainties about the competition, um, with with some comments about the readiness of uh, the host nation Cameroon, and uh, with some talking about uh, how COVID is going to impact uh, this tournament, whether we like it or not, the beautiful Tournament is upon us and it's gonna be kick in a couple of hours. So guys The Afghan is here. The Super Eagles list is out. In a couple of episodes We talked about the list. who will make the list. who would not, how the Eagles will, uh, uh, What their shape would be, uh, what the lineup would be and uh, how far we think they can go in this tournament So guys, this is where we're gonna start with. We're gonna start with our mm. wonderful Indomitable, superb, high-flying, super eagles. So guys, looking at the team list now. Indomitable super eagles indeed. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) let's start on a positive note, guys. So uh, looking at the team list, uh, as the coach, uh, Augustine Gravone, presented, and now we have a clearer picture of who is going to be at the AFCON. And just like we know, there were a couple of issues with certain players, uh, like Victor Simmons, Gallo, um Dennis Imaron, which was a big crowd of Russia. Okay, and uh, we have a a team now. Okay, so I'm just gonna go through the list with you. Uh, so we'll take a look at uh, this list, and um, when we file out against Egypt, what you guys think would be uh, the formation and the starting eleven, and after that, we're just gonna take a look at how we think. This team will fare and how far they will go in this tournament so in the goal keeping position we have ok- okoye afei uzoho and opujon uh, we have Ino, collins ekong ajayi ade sewo zaidu Sanusi, collins uh, tyrone boy kenny omero olisander in defense and in midfield we have wifernie didi uh, or Yenka. Joseph Uluashi, Chidera Ejuke, uh, Alex Wubi, and Kelichi Wakali in midfield. And in attack, we have the ever present former speed merchant, Ahmed Musa, Onyekeru, Kelichi Ienacho, Moses Simon, Samuel Chukweze, Sadiq Humar, Peter Olainka, and Awoni Taiwo. Now, guys, I'm starting with Mulan Ray. Look at it at this squad. Yeah. The the game Um, against. Before you start with me, um, okay sorry can i just uh, bring you back as you got the
3: list i mean I, you mentioned joseph Oluwaseyi, and then in the midfield and the mm. defense i, you mentioned I think i'm actually lost and this yeah i, I actually saw this list um uh, on twitter at some points today so i was just wondering who is joseph Oluwaseyi? i know ajayi should be maybe ajayi the the double
0: uh west Bromish albion player um but then end Ajayi is just semi, says, semi yeah, yeah, yeah. not uh, semi Ajayi yeah I was actually confused and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna yeah. go, <laughs> go to, uh, I had to like go to Google uh, to check <laughs> who, who, who these uh, players are because um first thought uh, in my head was um, are these um, own base players uh, you know we've been clamoring about uh, at least inclusion of, of some certain own base players in this team even though we know um, some of them might not get uh, game time uh, but either ways no worries let's just take a look at this team and uh we we'll, yeah. would we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that later yeah uh,
3: well uh, i mean it's no longer news that the super Eagles' list is out for the for the afcon and um, i mean this, this has raised lots of eyebrows and i mean we've been unfortunate with high profile injuries and, um, a key man, Victor Sime, is not going to be part of uh, the squad, and Odion Igalo, the last minute, the same, the same issues that uh, popped up when Dennis was denied um, joining. I mean, when was for denied Dennis from joining the Super Eagles? Same thing happened with Odion Igalo. uh Al Saad saying they got invitation late, so yeah. and yeah, they wouldn't allow him join up with the super eagles so yeah this this team we've got lots of um injury worries leon balogun as well is injured and out so we have our key our key defender out and um our, our, our point man have uh, victor Simeon out as well and then uh etebo yes i remember etebo that was another very very um important o- o- In- N- a- bomb especially When you're playing in Africa, you you know Atiba has proved time without numbers that he knows how to, you know, you know, get the job done. And when when, when it comes to the African terrain, yeah, exactly. So yeah, huge blow in the in the defense, huge blow in the midfield, huge blow in the attack. So yeah, but then, I mean, every disappointment sometimes I just be. A blessing in disguise for you know players like Awuni who can now use this opportunity to take a claim, um, you know, for their uh, super um, eagles, um,
0: starting bet. So, yeah, Landry, yeah, yep. so I'm just gonna interrupt you there. So, yeah, you may players like Awuni, um, laying a claim, this is an opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. don't you think the NFF or the Football Federation should have done better by um, e. earlier before this tournament? in this guy you know we've said it a couple of times instead of inviting uh, some old legs for some games although we laid most most of the blame at the doorstep of raw like you know players like our have been invited in the past and they got little to no minutes don't you think if they had um, done that um, in the past i think there might have been some form of chemistry um already because going into the new tournament with a quote and unquote New striker because yeah. we don't have a choice. We do, we have to start a new points man for this tournament. What you yeah. think? It's a bit high uh, risk and also, uh, yeah, just like you rightly suspected, uh, the guy in defense that's uh, Semi Ajayi, uh, the Ade Ajai So that's his full name. Hmm. And uh, Joseph Oluwashi is actually Joe Aribo. <laughs> like, i Oh, scared. okay, I okay. Sure I, I, <laughs> Thanks, thanks I for was, the clarity. I was, was so like, where is Aribo? I was thinking like, oh, so it's... <laughs> I didn't know that was his full name, like, Oluwashi oh, wow. Alright, so, yeah, Larry, continue. Yeah. Well,
3: as regards you um, your question, you know, this is one of the reasons why we always complain on this podcast and we always talk about the fact that uh, Raw and the NFF, uh, their, their list is very, very, it's usually very inflexible, same player, same lineup, you know, little or no avenue for the new guys to showcase their talents mm-hmm. and, you know, so we, we're just going, we're going to the, to the Nations Cup with so many green ons so Many green ons, and we, ju- we just hope um, it will be a case of Julius Agawa in, in, mm. in, in, in 2000 when Nigeria and mm. Ghana hosted in Afghan. You know, maybe green on coming there with so much hunger and then do the, get the job done. So, I hope that will be the case. It might be a better blessing in disguise, and I hope that's actually the case for us. But you know, this fire brigade approach, well,
0: I know they get us, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know. He always feels like it's, 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 it's the identity for our football for administration our administrators as, as well. You know, they just always seem to all um, get things modelled up, not doing the right things at the right time. And then our, our very our able NFF president coming out um, to grant that interview on arise, talking about yes, preparation is not great, but I can assure you guys, we're going there to you know to to, to win and to win big. Mm, by, way, by winning big i don't know if it means winning the afghan trust 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 him to you know <laughs> to switch to switch in and to, to, to talk big
1: so yeah uh, i don't anybody anybody <laughs> anybody who, who has sorry for yes, anybody, who, anybody who, who is anybody you know that has a functioning faculty <laughs> and brain you know knows that you know as far as this tournament is concerned you know that's my opinion anyway this meal i'm talking either senegal or julia to win this, to uh, we'll, win this um, we'll, we'll get to we'll that um, we'll get to that later
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to yeah, that later
1: definitely so let's not even anybody saying they want to win big
0: i don't i don't know what win big means well I, you don't you don't expect anything don't less do. from the NFL president of course you have of to course. you have to that, be positive going normal, into the tournament yes. no, I,
1: I know now. I, you know nigeria we have so many popular sports terminologies that we use we win big drawing we board get, get back to the drawing board <laughs> you
0: know but, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, but... And
1: at some point in this in the competition expect us to bring out our calculators that's
0: so if, see come on even draws against you know i come on. even 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 <laughs> oh, the fa sorry. president of, of comoros team. even the fa president of comoros will tell you yes we are going to make an impact in the Nations Cup, we'll, we, we are going there to win. Yeah, they're going to say that because, yeah, because you're going into the tournament, you're going there with the expectation that, oh, yes, you're going to win, even if you know that that is, like, like you have zero chances of winning, but you're still going there at least. Maybe it's saying that just to give the, uh, the the players boost their morale. Like, yeah, we're going there to win. So, ID sorry. I no, we're, we're going to win the tournament. We're going to win. The tournament. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Larry. Okay. So, yeah. looking at the game against Egypt, uh, which is about a uh, couple of hours, twenty-four hours or more away. It's,
2: it's looking at Tuesday.
0: the on Tuesday. Oh, that's great. That's Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. So, looking at the game against Egypt, uh, which will be our first game. I actually like um, that as the first game. At least get the toughest. No, uh, giving the group out, out of the of new way. New, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how do, how do you see the um, lineup from the goalkeeper to the uh, attacker, given the way we, we've we seen how the squad has shaped out? What do you see starting and how do you see how do you see a Guavon approaching that game?
3: Oh, well, I, I think a will be going with the 4 3 3 formation based on um, how we fouled out against Cotton Sport Garua yesterday in the friendly game. We played a friendly game yesterday. Which wow. is by um, like two goals to nothing. Goals from Chukwezi and Ahmed Musa mm. So, secure security, security, secure Ahmed, Ahmed
0: Moussa is going to make an impact. Going
3: by that game, um, uh, started in goal. Um, Omero and Trust, the captain, mm. and started. And we had uh, Olay, you know, on the yeah, play right back. Saido Sanusi, left back and we had Aribo, Aribo Iwobi and the Brentford guy Frank Botank Oye- in the midfield Oye-ka. yes so we had uh, Chukwueze on the right wing and Oyeku played on the left wing with Awoni as, as, <laughs> as a top man so yeah, that, that that was that that was a system that was played yesterday. So it looks like, Guavoin wants to be very positive. He wants to play the four three three. We, we won't see draws, um five <laughs> three at the back formation that he, he seems to favour. You know, going by what you, you guys have
1: against,
3: Carr against and for Verde. So yeah, I think. Um, Eguavoy wants to go and express himself. He, you know, he wants to go there and and show and prove to everyone that yes, even though I'm, I'm I'm an interim coach, but you know, given this opportunity. I can actually make a big statement. So yeah, I personally, personally wish Eguavoy well. I was skeptical about um, his appointment, but I've heard him speak a couple of times. It seems to be an interim you, coach. Yeah. As an interim coach, yeah, he seems to be very, very knowledgeable. He seems to know what he wants, and I just wish him all the best. Really, I mean, we'll see what his best will we'll
0: yield. We will yield. But then, uh, so, um, four three three Larry, looks so, like the, the formation. Okay, so four three three, and uh would you see starting in this four three three uh, against Egypt?
3: Oh, yeah. okay, against Egypt, I think Chichozem, I Ch- 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 Awaziem is not fully fit, nothing, a bit of an injury. Uh, you might likely see Omero and Ekong. Remember remember, Omero and Ekong pretty much played most of the game at the last Nations Cup. Remember Leon Balogu lost his um, his, spot, his spot at the at half the in Egypt in 20, 2019? Yeah, 2019. So, so. Omero, Ekong definitely starting and um our goalkeeper Okoye I know will start Saidu will play left back I'm so sure of um, I mean the, the back line um our Padabon left back Jamilu Collins is still yet to join so I'm, I'm not so sure if he will if he will get a look in at least for the first game and in midfield Aribo MDD and he will be most likely starts. Mm-hmm. But with Iwobi one is tricky because I've heard a Guavoin talking and digging up a Juke and saying it might actually play him as a number ten. And in fact, he has given a GK the number ten shirts. So it might be a bit tricky for I mean we'll be we might see a Juke you know starting and playing that number 10 position for, for the Super Eagles. And we will, will be starting from yeah. the bench. So, we most likely look like that might be the case. For the mm. left wing, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure if it's going to be um, Henry Onyekuru. Uh, but I'm sure about Chukweze starting from the right wing. But then, it gets tricky up, for, um, up top as well. I'm not certain. I'm not clear about... Who's Going to start? Is it going to be our Is it going to be the gangling um Sadiq Omar?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so so yeah, uh, okay, is, is in the best position to, to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, uh, this looks like a good uh starting 11 in a way. Um, but all right, so uh, ID. Looking at the squad list, um, looking at who we have available to execute the Afcon, how do you see the how do you see the team uh, falling out against uh, Egypt, and uh, what formation do you think uh, Gravel might uh, adopt, and uh, what do you think the starting lineup would be?
1: Uh, well, you will most likely probably go with the same formation used against Cotton Sports, um, but you know at I don't know. I think Emad uh, would probably start in go. For me, that's the, the logical op- option against them, um, against Egypt, because um you know that's that kind of style suits. You know that European style that they kind of play suits them. So um in um, defense, I think Awaziam will start. Um you know I would have I would have, um, preferred Shimi Ajayi and them um, a combination of Shimi Ajayi and them um, to but we know Omero and Ekon will be the center of defense. Then, uh, most likely, um, what's his name? Then, was this guy? Uh, Zaidu Sanusi who we'll start at left back. Then, in midfield, um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'll go with um, Indidi and um, Aribo, you know, supported by Chidera Eduke. That, um, that would make sense. Then for our fourth, you know, would have him um, Chukwueze, Chukwueze. Ah, you know, it's, it's funny. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm going to Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah. i going to start that game. Ahmed Musa, Ahmed Musa, Ahmed Musa. How do how, I forget? How um, I senior man? Is there. Yeah, Ahmed Musa and um, Ize would flank um, most likely. You know, that's the the point position is where we're going to have a challenge. Nobody can actually predict who's going to start. It's most likely going to be between um, Taiwa Winnie and um, Saudi Omar.
0: So that's um, that's my own take. Mm, okay, pretty interesting. Yeah, today uh, uh, I said Jide, Larry made a couple of um, interesting position um, opinions. So I was just looking at your lineup, looking at ID's lineup, and yeah, just yeah. like you mentioned, uh, you forgot senior man and uh, so i'm just going to throw this to jide uh the nice crawler we just crawled in now looking at the center mm-hmm. center different uh, this is center uh, center different uh, d- defenders and uh, looking at the point uh, man because i was looking at um, a video posted by bundesliga and i was looking at our uh, and see seeing how we partner with uh, max cruz uh, like uh, like a striker supporting striker kind of um, formation uh, don't you think it would be a nice um thing to partner him with a A&H natural up front depending on the formation mm-hmm. we really don't know and looking at the center backs today i uh, i don't really see any of those center backs maybe apart from se- semi ajayi away, that he that is a bit comfortable on the ball which i don't really see any one of them no. on the Comfortable, exactly. Did you, how, how, do you, how do you see this? How do you see these partnerships? And what do you think would be the best formula up front and in center back? Yeah,
2: um, to me, in my own opinion, I'm going to go with a 4, four 2 formation because, okay. um, personally, you know, what's the point of playing a 4 2 1 3 formation when we don't have someone that creates anything? And um, the only creator in chief that we've got is Iwobi. And at the moment, you know, this season, that guy can't even create a document on Microsoft Word. You
0: know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, wow. So
2: that's that's how
0: come on. That's, uh, uh, that's how that's brutal. That, this is new, this is a new year. Come on. That's good. It's it's how
2: that guy yeah, that's how bad he's been so i would most likely go with 4 442 formation um the center back position pairing would definitely have to be um, not because i want to but it's the best we've got out there omero and um and um, ekong but my worry is that um, this center back pairing they are not so great when it comes to you know ball progression they can't mm-hmm. really do that to save their lives so i don't really know so um, you know, if Salah sees those line, um, the lineup, of course he's going to be rubbing his palms like, ah, these boys, they are food. Licking his but, lips, um, <laughs> honestly. So, and I'm going to go with Ola um uh, in um, as our right back because he's more assured defensively, so he can help us in you know, cause um, the way um, Chelsea, I mean, sorry, I said Chelsea, <laughs> the way uh, ever, uh, my goodness, the way Egypt play, um, they are a counter attack inside, so it won't, you know, we just let him, you know, stay half the line don't go too far you know just stay there to help us timey whatever um um, attack these guys are trying to muster then um we'll go with zaidu um personally yeah i'll go with zaidu but um we take with a strict instruction to not to not to venture forward because that's um salah's wing you know he's got the pace to be able to um to match um salah you know, but um, you know we don't need him to be out of position. So in, in most um, in most occasions, so he has to be very careful with, um, with who is um, is guiding against. Um, and in the midfield, I'm um, going no other than um, D and um, Frank Yeka. You know, they are two combative uh, midfielders. Uh, they are really, really. Um, you know, they've got lungs. You know, they are like. Um, they, they really have a lot of stamina, energy going for them. And, um, you know, we can use that to our advantage in this game. And um, in the wings, I'll go with Chikweze. So, I would want uh, most of our balls to go directly. Gide, to the Gide, you're not playing Aribo aribo for this game, I would not play him. Um, mm. Maybe in the second, maybe on the bench. You know, it could come from the bench. You know, see how the game goes. And if 4 4 formation is not favoring us, we can actually switch it up. But I'm not going to go with Aribo for this game. You know, I just feel like we have to speak be compact enough um, to be able to play against them. Maybe I'm being cautious. You understand? Too mm-hmm. cautious, you know, mm-hmm. playing for a, a team like Egypt. But um, I think it's how I see it. I see us winning them, to be honest, and um, uh, and also going forward mm-hmm. um, uh, with Chukwuise um, on the right hand flank, and I'm going to go with um, I'll go with Moses Simon. I'm not necessarily because he's quite creative, to be honest. But he could actually try to protect um, his defensive. Uh, contributions can be great for this game.
3: Jude is going gonna roll very,
2: very cautious. Yeah, he's super cautious and very cautious. And going and going forward, I would. I'm going. I'm sticking. I'm sticking in up for hianacho and and um, and Aone, because uh, we've seen. Uh, you know, with uh, Aone, he plays really well with a with a front two. Um, he, uh, I think uh, the, his um, pairing up um, with his uh, club is. Um, Matskursi. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, So and he plays really well. You know, with a with a front two. And here um, not this is also what he's good at. He's not a great um, points man, but he's a good supporting striker. So, and I feel like playing two up front would, you know, could, you know, would prove, um, would prove uh, maybe prove too difficult for the uh, for the Egyptian defense. So, this is how I feel to start the game. This is how I would go.
0: Okay, quite interesting that uh, we have a, a different uh, lineup. So, it's also it's all up to the coach, Augustine Guerbon, to. Work is magic. Don't worry. I have a feeling we'll beat Egypt. Fingers crossed. All right, guys. So um, now let's just uh, leave the Super Eagles for a second, and let's look at the tournament as a whole. Okay. <laughs> Do you want before before you leave the Super Eagles? I want just I, I want to throw this out there.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to get the opinion opinion of um, and maybe your opinion as well. Uh, I've, I've been seeing so much stuff um, flying around as regards um, Emmanuel Dennis. Uh, I mean, so many, so many people. You know, they are lashing out at him and saying, "Oh, it's the reason why he's not um, at the Afghan. Doesn't okay. really want to to to, to come down. It did not really push enough." Mm-hmm. And um, they, they, so there was this video yesterday. And the video was posted by the Watford media team, and it was asked um, if you you'll be keen to play for the Super Eagles, and I think his response was was no but the funny thing is they only just cut <laughs> the fracture where he said no you know and david that, that video i think the video uh, was published in in november and at that point it, raw was still the the coach of the Super Eagles, goes and raw clearly does not want him um because they they had a fallout after mm-hmm. nigeria played that alone game so at that, at that point, he knew was not going to the nation's score. But I, I, the narrative has just sort of been twisted to say, "Oh, this guy does not want to play. This guy is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. This guy." So I just want to know um, your take, guys. Well, In, what, what, what do you think? Do, do, do you feel, yeah, um, Dennis is, is that disrespectful guy, and it's just a guy that has attitude problem that doesn't want to play for the Super Eagles. Or, yeah, because the well, full video shows he said.
0: If he's called, he will play. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. trust,
3: trust trust the blogs. They only cut the
0: place. <laughs> so so you know. so uh, Landry, this um, Dennis issue is quite. I don't know. We can't really stay or support one person because we don't really know what uh, what is actually going on. Okay, uh, so just like you rightly said, there were issues with um, RAW in the past, and um, there was a Twitter live um, we listened to some weeks ago. Uh, where i think colin Udo addressed um this issue to an extent yes like there were some issues with raw about he Dennis getting invited and when he played he didn't get um, game time and he was soaking and um raw wasn't having it okay mm-hmm. and um i don't know if he had any issue with um his um, his players his colleagues but the, i think the, the the issue was with the coach and just like uh, we know, it was not in Ross' plan for a while. And mm. looking at the interview, if you it in four years, it was right to say, yeah, if this guy's in charge, that's what I got. Like, if this guy is in charge, mm. I, and there's no hope for me uh, no meeting okay. the Afghan. Now, from what first point of view, uh, let's just look at it from a broader point of view. Remember, they, they also have uh, this issue with um, Ismail Assar, not, not yeah. wanting him to go to the Afghan. Remember, this is yeah, also an ongoing that. issue with Issa uh, Asada. The, oh, uh, they were not informed on time, blah, blah, blah. Couple of excuses. So I can't say um, Dennis is uh, innocent in all this, and mm. what for, for sure, really not innocent. Uh, mm. And they are just trying to come out like the angels in this situation. Maybe Dennis should have pushed more. I don't mm. know. But given his situation, given his form, Given what is achieving currently this season, and if I was in his position, I might probably not be heading to the Afcons, knowing I might not even get game time. Yeah. Why, why, why? do I? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so sorry to yeah. interject. Um, the way I see it is, you know, let's just imagine that um, the likes of um, Odion igalo had his way. Osimha had his way they were able mm-hmm. to come play are they going to actually pick this guy the truth he is won't. no he's um. not going to make the cut you know so why are they crying about it now mm-hmm. you know so he's entitled to making his decision he's made his decision and you know it's what it says we just have to move on with um, you know we don't need to start crying about it you know we have um, players that um, he's actually in a good um, you know uh, he's having the best form of his life I don't think he's got this many goals in his career you know ever you know, and, um, you, know, we, we, you know, it's so complicated, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, we can't really start, you know, basing a decision and, uh, like, our uh, opinions on the few interviews that we've got to hear about, you know. So, like Johan said, you know, there is no... Uh, everyone is a culprit here, including himself. But, yep. you know, it, it's what it is right now. To me, I'm just looking at it from the point of view that, you know, this guy wouldn't have made the cut if Igalo and um, Osime, you know, had come in you know so I, probably that was the reason he didn't push so much because he felt like come on what's the point of you know i even at the end of the day pinnick may tell him to like dude we don't have money just pay your tick fly train the plane ticket oh, come come you know so maybe these are the things he was thinking about and he was like well it's not really worth it to be honest so um it's what it is we just have
0: to keep we keep it pushing okay we'll keep it pushing all right, so ID, I'm just going to start with you uh, about the pretenders and the contenders for this tournament. Yes, Yacom mm-hmm. is kicking off. And in your opinion, I want need everybody's opinion on this. In your opinion, who do you think are the contenders? Okay, and who are the pretenders? here. Oh, right, yeah.
1: Okay, John. <laughs> uh... You know, I, I said something earlier while we we're recording. You know, and, yeah. you know, I, I knew we we're gonna to get to this point. You know, i already picked my top two picks. You no, know, so I don't waste time. My top two <laughs> picks for this tournament. Picks. No, no, seriously, let's let's be mm-hmm. realistic. My top two picks for this tournament uh based on current form, you know, uh Algeria and Senegal. Then when we now start when we start looking at the options you know that will probably based on pedigree and um, historical historical precedents. then we can now start mentioning the likes of ghana morocco Mm. um, egypt my heart my heart wants to stay nigeria but my my head my head (laughs) doesn't want me to put myself in the legs but i'll put nigeria in the mix anyway because you know we've we've won it you know and i think we've won it uh, severally and um we have a lot of players playing in europe and all that so we are pretenders too you know the main main contenders for this tournament are just senegal and um algeria then we'll probably have some dark horses in, in this tournament you know i'm tipping the likes of Kibet. um i'm tipping burkina faso for some reason then I would tip Guinea to to, to mm.
0: probably spring up some surprises in this tournament. So that those are my picks. Okay, alright, Lonre, contenders, pretenders, and your wild card or darkos. Mm. Tough,
3: yeah. Uh, contenders for me will be Algeria. They've not lost in 34 competitive games. You know that counts for something. They're in the form of their life they just don't they just don't know how to lose game games and that will that will boost their confidence and join and that team is in nice spirit and I I tip them to win this half one maybe playing maybe, maybe coming down to sub-Saharan Africa might be a factor maybe the weather might slow them down a bit we'll only find out when the tournament starts but Algeria look really really good and um I would not go with Senegal. I will, come on, yes, yeah, for the second slot, I will, I will go with Cameroon. You know, in Africa, when, especially in the sub Saharan part of Africa, historically, once you're hosting, you know, everything will fall in your favor. And, including officiating? <laughs> well, I didn't say that, but yeah. Uh, Cameroon, they're looking, they're, they're looking quite strong. You will see the traditional Cameroon style with all you know physical presence, power, you know the likes of um, Chupo Moting, and yeah, they might not be world class players like Salah, Mares, but yeah, playing, playing in the Limbe, Garoua, Douala, and the likes, they might be a force to reckon with. So it will be between Algeria and Cameroon, and um, the team I feel. Uh, will fumble. Uh I think Egypt will fumble. Yeah. Aside aside Salah and the very, very talented Mohamed Alani of us now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh well I think they will they will fumble they wobble and fumble and they won't really have a great tournament. Yeah, I, just, yeah I, that, I want
1: to I, I think i <laughs> I disab- disagree with you. Larry. Forget about because the because game against Nigeria. They have they <laughs> have a very solid. No, seriously, they have mm. a solid unit. You know, they have um, what you call it? They have a very solid unit. apart from Salah. They have um, this guy, I Egazi. Egazi. They have um this
0: is your goalkeeper. Very solid pretty, goalkeeper it's pretty slow and might m- might be a weakness if you're going up the Yeah, guys very... in The former was drum guy. they forward.
1: Anyways, let's see, Is your opinion? Yeah, well, exactly. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah
3: uh, right. There's, um, yeah, there's um, Ramadan and the likes as well. Uh, so yeah, we will we, we'll see we, we'll see but I just feel, so, you, you know, they just don't really have what it takes to win against Aston just one.
0: What's your dark horse? Uh yeah, my dark horse will be um, Burkina Faso. Mm, interesting. So you're not tipping Senegal to be your major contender, Larry? I, I think they will be
3: they'll be like the French team in at at the what was it? at the two thousand two World All all <laughs> the people and hype and, and then boom. You see. So to be honest I I I mean I might be wrong. It's just my okay. opinion. Right. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm 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 tipping Burkina Faso. They have such a formidable side, young squad. And honestly, I'm playing in the, in a climate that they they understood. I mean, that they, they're used to. They might be they, they might be the dark horse of this tournament. So watch out for Burkina Faso. We, right. also, we, we also we also we also how um, they went to the, to the wire as, as regards their World Cup qualifying group with um, Algeria. You know, they they really stood toe to toe. Against the desert foxes, so yeah,
2: we'll see. We'll see. All right, Gide? Um, it's my the contenders for me, or my contender, will be Senegal. I feel like yeah, they've underachieved for too long, and I feel this may just be that um that season for them where everything would click, and you know things would just you know work for their good. Yeah, they still have, you know, holding the same um, sort of players. Not a lot of changes has been made to the team. And, um, you know, I feel like, you know, the cohesion and everything is still there with the team. And, um, you know, they can only grow stronger. They still, they're still, um, I think they're still, Alicice is still the gaffer. And nothing much has changed. And I just feel like 2015, yeah, since 2015. Yeah, thanks, ID. And um, I feel this is going to be their time. Algeria, you know how it is when it comes to retaining um, titles, AFCON. It's 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 quite difficult. I feel like, though they are still contenders, but I feel like the pressure may be too much for them and um, they are not in a familiar terrain like ID. I mean, like um, Larry highlighted, you know, a while back. So I don't see, I feel, yes, they have what it takes to go far, but not that far. Uh, so Senegal, for me, you know, uh, one of the, you know, they probably. I'm sticking my neck out for Senegal, Nigeria, not really. You know, we could get um, to the regular. You know, I think we you know we have the quality. We are good enough to to go as far as the quarter to semifinals. And you know what always happens there? We get you know found out by the big boys. And you know, third mm. place may be enough for us. But um, my pretenders, I would have to go with Ghana. Um, they, well, they. I don't. I don't. They've, they've been all over the place. Our <laughs> i don't know what this i is hope i hope this, this thing has ha, to do after what atawalee
3: did, did they come outside let us fight. after, <laughs> after, after what atawalee
2: <laughs> <Okay. laughs> <laughs> did, okay <really> We're well. <laughs> I, I don't really know you know what our neighbors have been up to to be honest and to be honest i don't really care but <laughs> so I, I i'm really counting them today they would i feel they will struggle they really will struggle. I don't really see a lot of things that, you know, that can strike a, a fear to, in the hearts of anybody, to be honest. Maybe apart from Pate. And um, I, I don't really know. Pate. Uh, you know, I've seen yeah. their yeah. games a few they, times. They, have a, they are you brothers. I've seen their games a few times. And <laughs> team play, nah, it just feels like, you know, a bunch of, you know, they just selected 11 guys from the streets to play for the first time. So the coercion, nothing was there. But I could be wrong, though. But they are my topic
0: okay yeah okay could be wrong but all right that's all good so it's funny how nobody picked the super don't worry they will shock <laughs> you guys just the way they shocked you guys anyways so do, you want you want let's hear your own now let's hear
1: exactly your let's hear your own now let's let's okay. even, let's even now,
0: listen to your own now so yeah my contenders number one the super eagles of nigeria of nigeria or uar whichever <laughs> one and also Cameroon. for just one simple fact um uh, just like Larry said <laughs> one terrain and also when you host things kind of go in your way quote and unquote wink wink especially in <laughs> africa I didn't see anything like that. Mm. And also, uh, the only reason I'll rule out the likes of Algeria and Egypt is uh, because, one, when you look at uh, most of these players, they are used to very good surfaces. And also, uh, the, I don't think the weather is going to be any issue because this is um, January. And in West Africa, the weather is even actually real good in January. And uh, I think the weather won't be a problem for the uh, North Africans. Uh, but uh other factors might go against them i, I don't know on uh, the condition of the other surfaces apart from the stadium in douala i don't know how world class they might be so yeah that's that's the reason i rule out the likes of um, algeria and um, egypt who i think are the top contenders from the north yeah pretenders hmm yeah i think uh ghana ghana goes into that list uh for no um no no beefs nothing but just like GD said i saw a couple of their games and i uh, saw uh, both games against south africa in the world cup qualifiers and uh, i must say they should just keep thanking that referee uh especially in the second game and um yeah for my dark horses if i you're have to be south africa then i don't know what to tell you Come on, Jide. So for my for my dark horses, I'll just I, I, I'll just need to go to go with Cape Verde. Um, Yeah, we saw them during the qualifiers. They were put up really really good performances, even against the uh, Super Eagles, really compact, um, a unit that has been together for a while. So yeah, they'll be my dark horses. Although yes, they might they might not make it through the knockout stage, uh, the second round, but. I think they, they they have what it takes to maybe make a couple of um, surprise victories and yeah we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All they right, have, guys. They have what it takes to collect beating.
2: That's what they have what it uh, Yeah, That's but yeah,
0: yeah, You guys could not beat them comfortably. <laughs> so what
2: they have, it is it, it, Nigeria. Jay, those ones are not serious now. Those ones we collect now.
0: All right, it's, so we shall we shall see. All right, guys. So one factor that. Um, that actually caught my attention and uh I think is actually very uh very very interesting going into the Afcon is the number of indigenous coaches, like I would not like to say home based, you get what I'm saying, but not foreigners, handling. Just uh, a yeah. native. No, not native, that sounds so like Indians I know. But it. Uh, <laughs> let me just say in, uh, the indigenous coaches are taking their team into or African-based coaches taking their team into the AFCON there's no there is no uh, craze for, for foreign technical director uh, for countries like Senegal they have Kamu Malo um, Ethiopia they have Wubetu Abate and um, Senegal Aliou Sese Ali-O-Sese, ever consistent um, Zimbabwe Norman Mapesa and um guinea they have Diawara, and um oh, sorry just a moment um comoros amir abdu and um nigeria we know Egwavon, and you know sudan bohantia uh guinea Bissau, basiro kande and i was saying this i was I really i was really really impressed by this uh by this list uh by a couple of countries like egypt and the likes that um have um, foreign coaches and do you guys is this it's not like a a really good um, thing to be happy about going into the afcon seeing um african gaffers taking charge of um, things going to the afghan unlike what uh, we used well, to see before?
1: It's, it's actually. It's actually it's actually a welcome development.
0: Yeah. You
3: know,
1: um, you know, um, on on the lighter notes, we'll be having uh, 25 coaches at this tournament. You know, looking at looking looking, Nigeria had, Nigeria has uh, one coach on this on the sideline, one and a half coach, <laughs> one and a half coach. Yeah. But but um, seriously now, um, 15 out of 24 coaches, you know, African coaches. Is is not a bad, um, it's not a bad role at all, you know, really, really good in in the past. That's that's impressive. we have had situations where 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 most of the coaches have been, you know, um, what you call it, um, foreign based, um, technicians with limited CV, I'm surprised that
3: like the European
1: journeyman, exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised that lots of Egypt and Ghana have decided to go, and um, even Cameroon, have decided to go with um, foreign coaches.
0: But looking, but looking at very, Egypt, very, very, very funny. A, at least their coach still has um, some form of pedigree, rank of, of CV, unlike um, no, he has some, a, no,
1: he has a, he has a very yeah. fantastic CV. Yeah, no, Carlos Correa has a fantastic. Yeah, unlike fantastic some, CV. Toxic, not taking anything
0: away from yes, <clears <clears unlike some from, third from grade. Him? Coaches that you know, uh, some countries just dig up from the street of wherever as long as uh, they are foreign well, they just give them the well, job
1: you know you know the thing about it is most of these foreign technicians um, see Africa as you know a, a landing ground or a betting ground you know for their careers and you know most of them you know by luck or by if you look at let me use them um, somebody as as an um, example now the current coach of Saudi Arabia Harvey um, Renard you know, mm-hmm, yeah. he took Zambia to the Afghan and won it.
0: Mm. He, he
1: won it with them? Ivory Coast. You know, he's he's one of the African coaches that we call known him that the African which doctor. That, yes, <laughs> yeah, that he knows the African thing and all that, and based on that, he has he has gone on to do well for himself. So you know, he, most of them know that the, you know the 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 these African countries, you know based on the fact that the is do a lot of shitty deals and don't go out there to do their job dude, dude, just pick yes, one yeah. funny name look at ghana ghana's coach Ryabik, right. uh, you yeah. know, um i'm trying to yeah i'm trying to get the name correct now i don't Some uh, <laughs> no. here, yeah. Rajevac yeah no. or something like that Rajevac. and yeah. um, you know some funny funny names i'm seeing on on the list you know of coaches and you know, historically, we've not really we've not really had African coaches do so well. You know, since the first one in 1957, I think only two coaches have won it three times or more. And you know, the only coach that we've recognized on that list is um Hassan Shihata. So, is um, what do you call it? You know, this this is a welcome development. Hopefully, by the next half con, we'll have 24 out of 24 countries with 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 the indigenous. Um, coaches if if that's going to be possible i think it's something we can do
0: yeah that's possible yeah oh, that's good all right guys so um just to round up this will be the last um, thing we're just going to talk about uh looking at the afghan uh, look we are all aware of what we are all aware of what's going on in the world today our covid has really affected things not uh, not just football just life in general uh, we've seen games canceled in um, in leagues uh, we've seen Richard Lane. We've seen so many positive COVID tests. And um, Larry, just go to let's just go do this briefly. To what extent do you see uh, COVID affecting the AFCON? Because it's going to be really tricky. Um, I mean, imagine having a semifinal uh, game and your key players are out due to COVID. And you know, you can't. It's not like your league game that you can reschedule. So, how do you think, what do you think, sorry, what do you think will be the impact of COVID on the Afghan? And how do you Mm. think CAF can manage this?
3: Can anyone manage COVID? You know, you can (laughs) only try. You can (laughs) only try. You can (laughs)
0: only try.
3: Yeah, the thing about COVID is uh, when you have that outbreak, you have that outbreak, there's not so much you can do. At this point, we just have to hope and, you know, hope on on our faith and luck, you know, and we, we today Kalilu, um, Bali, yeah, and Mendy tested positive for COVID and I mean a couple of players in Burkina Faso, there you know, their cases flying around already and you know, <laughs> even Mayan, really, yeah so it's, I mean that is really going to be a very 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 big uh, situation for for, for us to deal with with, with this AFCON and, I, and I'm just hoping this tournament won't be ravaged by by, by COVID. We can, like I said, we can just only wish for the best and, you know, players will get COVID.
1: And... Uh, well, but, but really, you know, I, I we, we need to commend, um, you know, the Cameroonian authorities, you know. Mm-hmm. Right now, they are battling lot of insecurity and all that and a lot of issues, but they've tightened up for this tournament. And I think some of the things they introduced really too, you know, cutting down the number of fans, you know, by I think 60%, you know, once the home country is not playing. I think Cameroon is the only country that's allowed to have, I think, 80%, you know, when they are playing, that's when the stadium is supposed to be filled with 80% capacity and all that. But all other teams, you know, just 60% capacity. So I want to see how that would, you know, douse the issue and call the, the spread. But... The challenge most of the countries and even most of the sporting world is having at the moment is the fact that this new variant, the Omicron, even though it's a milder strain, you know, it's it spreads faster than the, the Delta variants and all the other variants that we had, you know, last year. So um, it's, it's, um, it's it's going to be very tricky, and it's going to put a lot of strain, financial strain, on the country. You know, I just hope you know they can find a way to suppose, you know, the, the business, the business and the health side. You know if they can do that effectively then i think we'll have a a good tournament
2: yeah. personally in addition to that i always also feel like you know most of these countries that have qualified to have come you know they have respond they, they should also be responsible for this as well um you know by this i mean nigeria for exactly. example we need to keep we need to keep our company very very little let's just restrict it to the players you know not all these dignitaries coming to um to see the players train and all that nonsense you know, we need to cut that out because one thing is clear, most of these guys, um, you know, they've been tested, uh, vaccinated, and at the moment, they are negative. And um, the healthier, you know, our players are the better chances of winning something will be. So we can't afford to corrupt that. You get so, um, so like I said, you know, every other uh, team you know they have to be responsible as well not after a game you're hosting parties bringing prostitutes over and all of that nonsense you know so this is not the time for that it's not the time for that you're here to do a job for at least about a month you know and stick to that hmm.
3: and then and um, just to add to that um i have uh, one of my friends that's covering the AskCon was talking about how cameroon they set up um almost um, daily testing you know even even for the for the media guys before you can get yeah. to the if you have if you're covering a game you have to get tested um a day before that um, is good you can call me. which which is which is really, really good so there yeah. will be lots of testing and it is free mm-hmm.
0: yes. it is free and yeah. that is that's is really commendable and that's the standard in um, most leagues um that i know about i don't know about the epo because i don't know for for some funny reasons the FA has not really been clear about their covid protocols and also in some other leagues even journalists uh, for example uh, the nba if you're a journalist and you would have maybe you're going to be a commentator for a game you have to submit a uh, covid test you have to get vaccinated and, and those other things and i think we need to comment cameron for all this it's not really easy because like um, larry said you can't really manage covid you can just try your best and uh yeah Jide, it's called escort service, by the way. Don't just open your mouth. Wow.
2: All right, so Can we change topic, please? <laughs>
1: let's call it what guys. it is. That's the whole conversation in the world.
0: We're just going to round up on that. Uh, on that note, guys. It's been a pleasure, and we'll be giving you um, updates during the AFCON, and let's just hope Afcon, it's yeah. going to be a fantastic each free exciting tournament and hopefully we won't have players diving, play acting and doing so many funny things. But we we'll look we're looking forward to seeing wonderful air styles, interesting celebration goal uh, celebration. Uh, color, color, color and, uh, South Africa <laughs>
2: like, is not here. South Africa is not here.
0: <laughs> no Bansi, well either ways, no worries. Just guys, uh, yeah, we just hope all countries have a wonderful outcome. Although we you know there's only gonna be one winner in the end. But we hope for a wonderful experience safe experience no weird injuries and um, yeah guys that'll be all for this week you can always catch our podcast on Apple Podcast on SoundCloud Audio Max Spotify wherever you get your podcast from yeah that'll be all for guys today adios guys
1: adios yeah adios guys bye <music>